All right, what's up, everybody? KJ52 here. Welcome to the KJ52 Podcast. If you'd ever like to be a supporter of the KJ52 Podcast, head on over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash KJ52, and you can become a patron. Uh, we do a couple things. One thing I do on there is song feedback. I do intense um, constructive criticism on how to get better and what you do, and uh, I think you guys would benefit that. But I wanted to do a quick... Uh, podcast kind of on the heels of a couple contests that I've ran um, in light of uh, I did one where I would jump on a song with you, I did one where I would drop a verse I just did one where you could get on to my next project and so I've done a lot of these contests I think I've done at least 3 or 4 and I get all kinds of submissions and so I thought I would do just a quick podcast to talk about the reasons why your music is not getting noticed. Or I should say, maybe the reason why your music is not getting the feedback you want. Or maybe it's just because you're not going anywhere. So I wanted to break down a couple things of why people are not paying attention, or why, or what people look for, what I would look for in a contest. This probably applies to a record label, this probably applies to a radio promoter, uh, I mean a radio you know, program, or online program, I mean, just kind of anything, I know people are always sending me stuff, hey man, can you look at my video, hey man, can you review my song, hey man, can you give me feedback on this, Um, and 99 times out of 100, I just don't have time to sit there and do that, and to be honest with you, like, it's just not, you know, I mean, it's just, I I guess maybe I've just gotten a little bit jaded, you know what I mean, over the years, um, based on the stuff that I've heard, or based on the same problems that I hear over and over, so what I'm about to share with you guys, just take it with a grain of salt, but also take it as someone who's done this for full-time, almost 20 years, Um, yeah, and also I want to say firsthand, I get it, we all start at different places, Uh, we all start at different levels, Um, but there's sort of universal things that can help you or hurt you, and so first of all, I want to start with recording quality. Um, this is a huge one, and it's weird because while it's super cheaper to make music now, uh, because obviously the, the recording programs are cheaper, or you can just get a free one, um, but it's almost like because when something becomes so prevalent or so easily obtainable, uh, with that, it stops the checks and balances. Um, so, I'm not trying to sound like old man on the porch talk, but... For me to go in the studio back in the day, I had to save up my money. I had to be very like precise and concise when I went in there because it was my money that I was wasting. And I had to have a clear-cut idea. And I was also working with people that were professionals. So to go in the studio was a, you know, it was something you took very, very seriously. Now, with the rise of home bedroom recording, on one hand, that's phenomenal. Anybody with a mic and an interface and a computer can now get their music out there, but this has also eliminated all the checks and balances and the professionalism at the same time. Now, you can have a bedroom setup that sounds as good as anybody else's setup, as any you know million dollar recording studio. There are a few things you should do uh, to ensure that, and a couple of those things that people don't do. Um, one, the way they mic I should say I should say the way they dead the room. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google the term to dead the room. Um, that basically means where there's no reverb, no feedback, no nothing. 
that you are recording into dead air, so to speak. Uh, a lot of people just set up the mic next to the computer, and that can work. Don't get me wrong. I've done stuff where that has happened. But I'm the firm believer that, you know, you can buy a $90 shield that goes around the back of your microphone that will pretty much dead most any rooms. You can put something in your closet, stick a couple pillows over top of the, of the mic, you know, put some blankets behind it, and that's as good as any $1,000 recording booth. Um, and the only reason I know this is because this is what I had to do for a lot of my setup when I'm on the road in hotel rooms. But what generally tends to happen is people get a USB microphone, a not-so-great interface, and a computer, and they're off to the races. And it just sounds... I can pick it out. Years of recording, I can pick it out. Uh, it's getting to the point where people are not even doing that anymore. They're just recording right into their phone. And I'm sorry, I've not heard a setup in somebody's phone yet that would rival an actual real setup. Um, man, I've gotten demos of people where I promise you they are playing the beat off their phone and recording it into another phone just talking out loud. And it really makes me scratch my head like, why would you even remotely think that I would pick that? Now, that's not to say a dope rapper wouldn't sound dope even on the worst setup. That's true. But let's imagine if I get a submission and that submission has some guy rapping on a terrible mic in a terrible room. And even if the guy is the most phenomenal MC I've ever heard, if I ask you to record your verse for my contest, why well, I wouldn't put that on my album because it's going to sound like garbage. And, you know, I do get people say, hey, man, you know, like, how good does the recording quality have to be? I mean, there's no real set way that I can go, it has to be this good. But I will say this, you get out what you put in. Now, you don't have to have a, you don't have to spend a ton of money. I use a $100 interface that I've used for 10 years. Uh, I use a simple old MacBook Pro, but you don't even need that. And I use uh, about a $150 microphone. Now, that microphone works good with my voice. And I've recorded on $5,000 microphones and sounded like nothing. I didn't like the way I sounded. But if you invest in your music, your music will invest in you. If you don't invest and just expect that you're going to get phenomenal results, don't get frustrated when it doesn't seem like anything seems to happen. Okay? So that's the first one. How's your recording quality sound? Second, this is a big thing for me, is what are you actually saying in your content? I've had guys send me demos or submissions, and they're not even rhyming the words. It's like, I came here and I saw a cat. I went over there and then I saw a chair. It's like, dude, cat rhymes with bat. Bat rhymes with hat. Cat does not rhyme with door, okay? Now, some people can pull off the whole not rhyming, rhyming thing. Very few can. You know, don't use basic analogies like, uh, a kick raps like a soccer ball. I mean, come on, man. Like, that's just cliche. Like, take the time and think about what you're trying to say. Always be in the state of, uh, always be in the state of writing down rhymes and couplets and ideas and, and punchlines and concepts. I do this constantly, and I've done this for over 20 years. And I do that for a reason, because I don't always feel inspired. I don't always feel like I've got something to say. But when I have tons of stuff that I can pull from when I did feel inspired, or I did feel like I had something to say, 
that I found jogs the creative process. You got to be working on your rhyming dictionary, the rhyming dictionary of your head. Rap is based on rhyming, okay? The more that you have a better vocabulary in your head, the better your rhyme, you know, content will be, okay? There's a game that I play with myself, or I should say I have other people play against me. Uh, it's called the four bar challenge. And all that is is where people give me different words. Some are one syllable, some are two syllables, some are three syllable. And my goal is to come up with four rhymes with that word. So if you gave me cat, off the top, off the top of my head, I go cat, hat, bat, rat. Or like I saw a cat, he grabbed a bat, went on the mat, put on the tat. You see what I'm saying? Now it doesn't mean it has to be coherent, structured words. It's just this helps me build my rhyming dictionary. If there's any good freestyler out there, it's because they have a good rhyming dictionary in their head. Okay. Now don't get me wrong. When you start off. You don't have a good rhyming dictionary. That's just the nature of the beast. That's the nature of the way it is when you start. But that's okay. You can start building that right now. Okay? So for me, lyrics are a big deal. Other people, lyrics aren't as big a deal. That's okay. But I'm just saying all these things go together towards a great submission or a great song. Uh, Three. Flow, okay? Now, this is the one where I just sometimes get submissions from people, and I'm like, dude, do you even hear the snare? Because if the beat goes boom, 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 and you're rhyming in front of the snare, behind the snare, around the snare, like rap works in quarter notes. It's like do, 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 do. I'll have guys that will be on mid-tempo beats and all of a sudden they just decide they're going to go into a double time rap for no reason at all uh it's not necessary i mean if you're driving at 45 down the street and the speed limit is 50 why all of a sudden would you go into 90 miles an hour you get what i'm saying and that speed limit analogy is a great analogy of your flow let's imagine the speed limit on a road is 55 Well, a general way to stay around that speed limit is to go 50, 55, 60. That means I'm staying around the speed limit. Well, every beat has a BPM, so that's the tempo. So you want to stay around that tempo. But I I hear guys, it's like they're rhyming too slow for the beat, they're rhyming too fast for the beat, they're not landing on the snare, they're rhyming double time when they don't need to, they're rhyming half time when they don't need to. And, and the reality is rap is rhythm. If you do not have a good sense of rhythm, you are not going to be a good rapper. There's always exceptions to the rule. I get it. But rhythm is the base of what we do. We are like drummers, okay? We are there to keep time, to keep tempo. Great way to work on your rhythm is just to always be tapping out a rhythm to beats. Try different beats. You can mumble stuff. Don't do rumble rap, kids. But I'm saying you can mumble cadences and stuff like that to beats and it will help you with your rhythm okay you have to practice this i'll be honest this is a big problem that i get is that guys send in submissions and i'm like you're not even remotely on beat man you're not even feeling it you're not hearing it i've had guys it's like they took the beat and then they flew a different rap on top of the beat that was written to a totally different tempo and i can tell right away that you did not write to that beat 99 times out of 100, I always write to the beat. I don't just take random rhymes and shove them over random beats. There's an occasion where I might do that, but if I do that, I definitely adjust the song, okay? Most of the time, the best things I have are stuff that I wrote to the beat. 
simple as that. You can't just shove one thing onto another and expect it to work. Again, I get it. Exceptions to the rule. There's always can happen. But the reality is rhythm and timing and cadence is a huge deal. The last one this is kind of a tougher one because there's not a lot you can do about it. I mean, there is things you can do about it. but um, And that's your voice. Um uh, this is part of a problem because most of us are just born with the voice we have. Obviously, our voice changes over time. But I think a lot of times we fail to realize that if your voice, your voice when you rap is equivalent to a singer. Now, you're not necessarily singing in key, but your voice will hit in a certain pitch or a certain frequency or a certain key. So I've acknowledged a long time ago that my voice sits in a higher pitch when I rap. That means if I use a lot of low-end frequency beats or slower beats, my high, higher pitch voice does not fit. It clashes because it's not made for that kind of frequency. If you put a lot of high-end sounds over low-end frequencies, they don't work harmoniously. And so there is something to be said about matching the key or the tone or having the right voice for the right beat. Okay, I think a lot of times we fail to realize that the big reason why 808 or bass heavy beats work well with southern rappers is because southern rappers drawl or their accent tends to be lower tends to be a lower tone okay so they have lower frequencies in their voice and that fits a a lower frequency beat okay and uh, I mean this is no different than a singer knowing the key of the song of the melody and singing in that key you know, there's things that we that this happens and we necessarily don't know, but sometimes we just hear a song and we go, ah, something about this is just not right. Usually our ears are attuned to know the key of that person's voice is not working with the key of that song of the music, okay? Now, that's not to say you can't work on your pitch, you can't work on your tone, you can experiment with different types of tones, different ways of saying things, you know what I'm saying? And granted, that takes... A long time. You look at any great rapper, you'll notice they probably didn't sound the same when they started. You hear their demo, you're like, oh man, that dude sounds totally different now. Well, probably over time, they just learned how to, to work on their voice. Their voice is their instrument. Okay? Um, but that's also to say, don't try to fake a tone just for the sake of feeling like you want to, you know, fit in better. Okay? So if you know, obviously Southern rap or 808 beat is the bigger thing. Don't fake an accent just for the sake of doing that. And I get it. We're all, when we start off, we're all a little bit insecure about how we sound. It sounds weird. I get it. But there is just something to be said about being yourself. And that takes time too. Don't get me wrong. So those are the things you can work on. Your audio recording, your voice, your lyrics, and your cadence or your flow. Okay? Hope that helped. You guys are awesome. Love y'all. God bless.